You're with the Foamy Heads. Welcome to another episode of the Foamy Heads. You're on the mics with Mitch and Rich today, and we have D. What up, DJ? Howdy. <laughs> DJ was part of the crew when we did the, was it the Black Tuesday a few weeks ago? It was. It was. And what did we do to follow that? Was it just the Black Tuesday? Uh, we did a, f- there was something else. There, yeah, we had several something else. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what they were. But they we were killed something. a few brain cells that day. A few too it many. It was damn good, though. But we're back again with another Black Tuesday. So we were able to score another one. DJ's got the beer bottle opener right now, and he's working on. All right, here we go. There it goes. He's having trouble. There he goes. I got you. I didn't get the, uh, the great sound of opening <laughs> that I'd hoped it would make. Oh, well. So what do we we got? Okay, so run... You're not allowed to drink it yet, DJ. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We've got the we've got the 2010 Black Tuesday. We scored a 2014, didn't we? Was it 2014? Black yes, Tuesday. 2014. Uh, Black well. Tuesday as well. Then we've got the Chocolate Rain and Mocha Tuesday. I could not tell you the dates on those. Mocha Wednesday. Mocha. We're not doing the. Well, I don't know. Are we doing the 2014 Black Tuesday today, or are we saving that's that? That's the one that's currently open. That's the one that's open. Yeah, the 2010 is the one. We're saving the 2010. Yeah. Okay. For future. Let's regroup here for a second. (laughs) We have a bunch of beers that Richard said we're going to be drinking that we're not drinking today. But what are we? What are we drinking? 2014. Black Tuesday. Chocolate Rain. Does not say what year these are. Mocha Wednesday. I want to say the... I'd have to go back and I'm going to check my text and see if I can't find it. But um, they're around the, the same year. Okay. Yeah. I think the latest one we have is a 2016 and I think it's the Mocha Wednesday, but I'm not a hundred percent. You want to, you want to tell them about how we came about these? Sure. Real quick. So uh, I was looking through the plethora of online sales for beers for empties. <laughs> Finger right. quotes. That's right. Quote unquote empty bottles of That's beer. That's right. Sale. Collectors, uh, versions only, whatever. You know the lingo if you do. Mm-hmm. But I ended up connecting with one of the sellers for these collectible beer bottles. And he said, hey, let's talk outside of there, this and figure something out. I've got more than just what you see. Nice. Okay, cool. So we started exchanging text message, emails, and next thing led to another. I've got several beers that we were interested in. So um, he is right near the brewery. He knows all the hot spots for beer there. He also sent us a additional beer for free, and it was one of the IPAs. And we haven't had that yet. Okay. But... Maybe after all this. He, like, he threw it in as a free gift? Yes. That's awesome. So I want to share that one. Um, I'm going blank on the name of it right now. Uh, we just kind of ran in after eating, mm-hmm. prepped for these beers, but did not prep for the show. Yeah, there's. <laughs> we were a little excited to just get drinking already. DJ's right. eating leftover. Well, not leftover. He's eating pizza from Saunders Ferry Pizza Pub that we just came from. <laughs> DJ was full, and now he's decided to eat the rest of his pizza. Mm. But the IPA does come from Monkish Brewing. 
Okay. And apparently, that's kind of like Bearded Iris over there. Hmm. They like on the West Coast? Yeah. There's a whole zombie crew of just... It's almost like a, 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 a cult following of followers that they've got for their beers. So Nice. Yeah. Uh, I can't tell you the name of it. I have to go find it, and we can talk about it, but... He's interested to hear what we say about it because he's a beer connoisseur himself. Nice. Uh, he likes the stouts especially mm-hmm. and some IPAs and all that. I think right now he's really into Pilsners and all that summer beer, kind of the seasonal stuff right now. That's so, awesome. Um, I need to catch up with him again. He was super interested in the post about uh, Southern Grist and proper sake. Congo. We could make a trade with him one time, I Definitely. think. Because, I, I mean, we know for a fact that neither one of yeah. those places, just, hell, proper sake doesn't really distribute very far at all. But Southern Grist, they definitely wouldn't mm-hmm. go out to the West Coast. Right. I, I definitely want to find some stuff and mm-hmm. set up a trade of a sort and just see what we can do. And I've you, got a connection out in Montana, too. So nice. we'll get some beers from there. I just made an observation. DJ's all the way at the other end of the table pouring the beers, and I can smell that Black Tuesday from over here. I think I mentioned that <laughs> yes. last time, actually. Yes, you did. As soon as we opened it, we could smell it. That mm. thing is super strong. Mitch, do you have a preference on glass? I don't. I don't. Okay. One day we'll all have the tulip or whatever glasses, yeah. whatever those are called. DJ took the good glass. That's my oh, glass. My I always drink out purpose. of that glass. God damn, that's strong. That's boozy. All right. Ooh. So... My thoughts on last time uh-huh. when we had the 2010, uh, you could smell it across the room, is mm-hmm. what I remember. And it had a strong boozy nose, but the actual palate was calmer. Yeah, and it was it was really sweet, but it wasn't boozy. It wasn't overly boozy. I, right. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't think it was that bad mm-hmm. boozy. It didn't overpower the flavor. For a 19 point. <laughs> yeah. Well, something. 2010 was 16 and a half or so. It was the lowest ABV out yeah. of all of the Black Tuesdays yes. that we found. That's right. So now we're high up there now. Uh, almost every single one of these is 19 and a half. Uh, yeah, at least. And I think the I think the Mocha Wednesday, was it like 18 point something? Or was that the Chocolate Rain, DJ? Uh, it's Chocolate Rain is 18. 18. That's the lowest out of the three. Uh, okay. Mocha Wednesday is 19.4. How nice. in the world we're going to have three of these bombers today is unbeknownst to me. But like DJ said, we're not quitters. That's right. We're going <laughs> to keep going. We're, we're uh, no, professionals is a strong word of drinking, yeah. but we're, we're, the, we're pretty well. We're well versed. We're adventures. Yeah. <laughs> so I agree with you. I remember this beer being um, extremely boozy smelling and it was like really strong from across the <clears> table. <throat> But we took a sip and it was extremely pleasant. It was really, it was definitely a sipping beer. It's not one of those that you can just throw back. But at the same time, it did not have the same profile right. as when you were smelling it. Like on the nose was completely different from tasting the beer. So I'm very excited to see how this one's going to do because this is higher yeah. in terms of per- alcohol percentage. What is Hanji's percentage of alcohol? Uh, I can look that up. I want to say it's nowhere near 19%. No. Isn't it 13, maybe, if it, if that? 15%. 15. Yeah. So it's higher than I remember. And we thought about maybe one day, I think we mentioned this on the last one, is we thought about comparing mm-hmm. because the 2010 Black Tuesday was considerably lower, well, slightly lower maybe, in alcohol content compared to 
these other ones. So we thought you may, I think it was you that made the observation that you would like to see mm. this next to a marshmallow Hanji from it three Floyds. Yeah. DJ, was that you or was that Mitch? I don't know. We had all, I think we, we all talked about discussion. It. Okay. That, that may be a preview of, of coming attractions. Yeah. Yes. I think it'd be interesting because we definitely found, like we said, we found mm. another 2010 Black Tuesday. I think today's a safe call before we bring the Hanji in because yeah. uh, the he has multiple years of mm-hmm. Black Tuesday. Yeah. So having the heavier hitting versions of Black Tuesday will give us kind of the feel if we want to use a later version or a 2010 to compare with to Hanji. To compare with the Hanji. Hanji's kind of our epitome beer right now, right? For like an Russian the, Imperial the, Stout. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so the big difference is going to be the the vanilla beans that are in marshmallow hanji that are not in any of these. So it's right. going to give it a slight thing. So if I there's do. a variant of Black Tuesday mm. with vanilla beans, it may be closer to a apples to apples. That's uh, true. Comparison. Well, I think we have a we have a, we have an opportunity on our hands either way because if we found one with a vanilla a vanilla bean, then that would be cool to compare that Black Tuesday version to the marshmallow hanji if not then we're looking at something's got that has tons of chocolate in and comparing that against <clears throat> another probably one of our favorites if not the epitome of a russian imperial stout so being able to compare two opposite beers at both very heavy high abvs would be interesting to do nonetheless um i kind of want to get into this a little bit yeah we need to get in here we've been talking about it long enough because uh hmm. we've waited long enough <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this out. I keep laughing at the brewery's names. There's one called Duty, but it's probably Dottie or something. D O D I E. And then uh, <laughs> Salty BBLS that I keep <clears throat> on scroll, just going through it, I keep thinking Salty Balls. <laughs> <laughs> and I would mistake that. <laughs> so, okay, I'm di- diving in. I, okay. Oh, wow. <clears throat> this, in my opinion, much stronger Very. than the 2010. Yeah, and of course, 2010 also had four additional years of aging to mellow out. Good mm-hmm. point. Um, so this one's definitely sharp and boozy. Yeah, Very boozy. Um, Lots of chocolate on the end. Mm. I, I don't know if I'm picking up caramel um, on the very finish that's just barely making itself present. Um, Let me try this again. <clears throat> I definitely get a lot of that chocolate at the very end. It's From a maple. nice, uh, silky, bitter end finish kind of to this. The booziness hits like a truck. <clears throat> That's or sti- two trucks. <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> definitely more like two trucks. Honk, honk. <laughs> hmm. I'll um, take that statement back. <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is definitely stronger, and like DJ mentioned, yeah. it could be from the fact that you know it hasn't had as much time to smooth out as the 2010 that we had. Um, it could be, it could be the the alcohol content is higher also. Um, like I said, I can't remember when was the um, what the ABV of the 2010 was. It was 18.2, so this one's just a little bit higher, not much. Uh, <laughs> it poured like oil. From what I saw, right? Yeah. I mean, pretty thick. Well, it's a Russian Imperial Stout. Like, there's no, um, or I should say, yeah, 
yeah. Russian imperial style, which is odd because the 2010 is actually uh, badged as an American imperial stout. Oh. So I'm curious if that has anything to do with it. I'm, I'm looking on untapped. I'm not on their website, so it could have been just a typo mm. or it could be the fact that these are two slightly different beers. You know, the thing that, that I think is very interesting about it is the light absorption into the liquid. It kind of feel it looks like it's got the consistency of a hazy ipa mm. but it's a you know like it's that hey it, it it doesn't it seems to absorb light where it's a, a little brighter around the edges you know yeah I mean? so and that's not something odd that i noticed it's like yeah. unfiltered or something it's good i know with other russian imperial stouts that has not been a thing hmm. that was, it's pretty neat kind of like a, a cold brew coffee in Ooh. a way i don't know that's neat. I'm a big fan of this one. This is another one of those where, as I'm continuing to drink it, it doesn't get weaker. Mm-hmm. Like, I keep drinking it. It's, it gets a little bit easier to drink, but that burn still hits me on the finish every single time I take a sip, and it stays with me, too. Oh. <clears throat> and I'll, I'll say, technically, we probably should have waited for it to warm about 10 degrees. So, as these are, if we leave these sit in the glass for a little while longer and warm them up, I feel like the the, the profile is going to change because I think we were probably we pulled the lower forties right. rather than the the fifty degree uh, recommendation fifty five recommendation. I think uh, this I'm going to definitely let it warm up a bit and just kind of sip on it for a moment. And we should find the best comparison with the Hanju that we can since we've got the possible connections mm-hmm. for it. And uh, I, I guess we'll take a rinser and come back when these have warmed up a bit. Yep. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're back. Our beer's warmed up. Uh, it's a little different. It's not There's, a whole lot different. No, I didn't. I'm... I'm not picking up. It's a little less burn mm. as I'm drinking it, and I don't know if that's because it's warmed up a little bit or if because I've just gotten used to it by now. But I do notice there's a little bit more of a burnt chocolate flavor a little bit. That's a little bit warm. But other than I would that, say roasted chocolate. Roasted, yeah. not burnt. Roasted chocolate. Yeah. Roasted. Roasted. That's I don't get anything else other than that. Maybe I mean. Maybe it's a little bit more. DJ just slammed the rest of his. It's boozy. Yeah. It stays boozy. Mm-hmm. It got boozier as it warmed up. Uh, yeah, I just get the bitter chocolate. There's a little roastiness to it in my palate, but it's just a lot of chocolate. Super bitter, super boozy for me. Yeah, yeah it kind of has that dark chocolate bitterness. Yeah. I like it. There's something about that last sip. Because I just took the last <laughs> sip I and go. had the same reaction that DJ had. It's just... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the complete. Woo, yeah. The it's like if you get a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. But this is definitely a sipper. It's yeah. not something. Yeah. You, you, you don't pound these. <laughs> I mean, we probably what? It has been about 15 minutes. And, and I think yeah. we spent a good 12 to 15 minutes between the three of us finishing a 24 ounce or 22 ounce beer. So, yeah. you know, eight ounces ish mm-hmm. a piece in 15 minutes. It's definitely a sipper beer. So yeah. it's definitely not something that you want to go too quick with. We're moving. Uh, we're moving to the next the, uh, one. I'll open the next one. Which one are we looking for? <clears throat> well, uh, we've got the chocolate rain or we have the mocha Wednesday. Chocolate rain is 2013. Okay. Oh, are they on the bottle? They are on the bottle. Oh, it's good. 
Uh, Mocha Wednesday is 2016. I this changes how I kind of want to do it. Yeah, I originally wanted to do the Mocha Wednesday first mm-hmm. or prior to the chocolate rain, but I don't know. I kind of I kind of want to I want to experience the coffee mocha flavors at the same time, and I don't know if I want to do that last mm. or if I want to have it before the. Ch- I don't know. My vote's going with the chocolate rain next. I think, but yeah. there's three people in here, so I could obviously be outvoted. I'm. I'm down for that, DJ. I'm. All right, I'm I'll, just I'll happy grab to it. Be here. <laughs> so, all right, can you look up the chocolate rain yeah. and just see what people are saying about it? I'm on it right now. Cause, uh, oh, good. It contains alcohol. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it gets me every time a little bit. What did we say the chocolate rain year was? Twenty. Thirteen. 2013? Oh, yeah, there it is. 2013 edition. So, Richard's internet is no longer in production. No longer in production. We are now six years into the future from the year 2013. Ah. 18.5% ABV. Um, Only, there's actually only 7,700 check-ins for this beer on untapped as a whole. That's not a lot of check-ins. So, wow. Um... It's got an average rating. Wow, this is really high. It's got an average rating of 4.63. What? Out of five on untapped. Uh, base beer is a select few bourbon barrels in the Imperial style that can range anywhere from 16 to 21%. Uh, once those barrels are chosen, they spend an entire day slicing fresh vanilla beans to add to the to those barrels along with cocoa nibs that are sourced by San Francisco chocolatiers. Let's see. After a few months soaking up the rich dessert-like flavors, the barrels are blended to taste, and the result is one of the most decadent beers that we make. Rich in chocolate, vanilla, oak, and bourbon, it truly puts the Imperial in Imperial Stout. That's kind of what their that's what their description of this beer says, and it's getting really that went deep, really high oh, yeah. marks. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So, the Chocolate rain is apparently big time. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm for lack of it, better words, I'm, I'm questioning <clears throat> it now because we wanted to find a beer that matched well and paired well with the marshmallow hangi from Three Floyds, just simply because it had vanilla in it. And it looks like this chocolate rain actually has that. And now that I'm looking at the front, somebody actually posted a picture on it. It actually says cocoa nibs and vanilla beans. So. I'm kind of curious now if this would have been a good compliment to That's what I thought. Yeah, marshmallow yeah. Hangi. I was thinking that and I think I the reason I grabbed or requested it was for the comparison to the Hangi, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, we've been busy between time and it, it kind of got fuzzy. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is, but I think we've had the Hangi to know what it's about. Once we have chocolate rain, I think we'll have a mental note yeah. overall. We can obviously, and and we've got a connection too. If there is another opportunity to get a chocolate rain in the future, then, you know, that's not to say that we couldn't try this again. DJ's going to pour it for us. Thank you. I'm really excited to try this beer because this one's getting higher reviews, higher averages than the 
Black Tuesday that we just had. Ah. And this is 18.5. Was is this is is this higher rating uh, ABV than the Black Tuesday? No, Black oh. Tuesday was 19.7. 19.7. So this okay. is clocking in at 18 and a half percent. Still a lot compared to what we normally drink on a daily basis, but it's uh, it's lower in ABV. Mm. Here it goes compared to the first one we had. That looks nice. It's really thick. <laughs> Actually, the viscosity is is thinner than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. It pours out nice and dark, but mm -hmm. there's not much has. foamy head to it, though. If you look at it, no. It dissipates very quickly. And I'm pouring aggressively. DJ is being an aggressive pourer today, and it's still not. It still doesn't foam up very much, which is a good sign of a very stout beer, in my opinion. Mm. It does have a uh, the 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 bubble size is actually larger. They're they're larger bubbles than most uh, than the one we had earlier. The other ones were a little smaller Oof. and. Now I didn't I didn't smell this one when it was opened, you know, from across the table. It wasn't but as strong. It's not yeah. taking a taking a whiff of it right now though, right up against the glass. It is it is very strong. That smells just as strong. It as smells that just Tuesday. as strong as the Black Tuesday, but not did. from a distance. Not from yeah. a distance. It doesn't it doesn't fill the room. Unless the room is already so full of the smell of bourbon from <laughs> we could be used to it. That, that we may have just gotten into yeah. right. This is true. The the uh, the other than the bubbles and they they kind of make their way around to the outside of the rim, um, just to kind of let you know that there's still some carbonation there. But other than that, it's completely dissipated. Like there's there's nothing left on top of this beer other than the the foam that kind of makes its way to the edges of the glass. Yeah. It kind of it could pass as a flat beer. I obviously know this isn't that because um, it, it it definitely hissed at at us when we opened it. But and I know because it's a an, a, an imperial stout that it's not going to have that same foamy head to it that some of the beers with lower alcohol beers have. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm very interested in trying this beer. I'm going to go ahead, man. We've got the nose. It? We talked about how it looked when it poured. Um, I just want to taste it. There's only one thing left to do. That is mm. very different from okay. the Black Tuesday. Very. Right off the bat. A lot of chocolate. <laughs> yes. A ton of chocolate. And it doesn't have huh? that bitterness like the mm -mm. like the dark chocolate type of flavor. It's, it's very much like a milk chocolate kind of. It's a lot sweeter. That's more of a Valentine's Day beer. Mm. <laughs> For any anyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> Just make a good gift. Chocolate I like. Rain. I like. I remember that. I was just about <laughs> to bring that up. The video on YouTube that we. Every time, that's what I think about with this beer. Um, damn. So it sticks around. The yeah. sweetness sticks around. It is like a milk chocolate. It, it, it has a bitterness, but then the sweetness just dominates. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, milk chocolate, yes, but. What else is that? That's what kind of chocolate? This says cocoa nibs, but okay. and those can be potent. But I haven't brewed with cocoa nibs, so I, I don't. Is it the vanilla that's coming through that's making it sweet? I think so. 
vanilla beans are because remember on last week's on last week's podcast episode when we did the avery mm-hmm. the vanilla that was insane lots of vanilla and i'm picking up trace amounts of that flavor in this beer and that's kind of what i associated with mm. is what's causing that sweetness i think the chocolate is some milk chocolate but it's really the bitter cocoa nibs piece yeah. i think the sweetness here is being caused by two things the alcohol and then the vanilla beans i think that are in it Definitely. as well now that you mention that, uh, it's totally that vanilla bean. Uh-huh. That sometimes, Avery. sometimes you just have to hear it, and then you go, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." That that Avery double vanilla was insane. It was almost. I think you mentioned it was almost too much vanilla. It's too much. Yeah, way too much in my opinion. <laughs> DJ, how does hey, this? Did you com- have the vanilla militia from uh, uh, Three yes. Floyds last year? Yes, and it. You felt like that wasn't too much vanilla? It wasn't as bad. I yeah, I, it was I have a lot to agree. smoother. I agree with Mitch. I think All that right. the Avery, the double vanilla, I have to look it up to yeah. see what it was called. So th- there might be a couple bottles left here in Hendersonville of the double vanilla. Mm. If, if vanilla anyone's interested. Stout. But yeah, it, it is. And, it, and so to that point, mm. I agree with Mitch that the vanilla bean stout from Avery had way more vanilla than the, the French vanilla militia from Three Floyds. But that's not to say it wasn't as heavy in vanilla. There might have been other flavors that contributed in the Three Floyds French vanilla militia that just weren't in the vanilla bean stout from Avery because I feel like the vanilla bean stout that Avery produced was nothing but vanilla. And and that was too much for me because there wasn't anything else that kind of came in to complement. The they flavor. really focused on that vanilla. Yeah, <laughs> it was a it was a, a a test of your palate, I guess, strength wise, because it's, you could taste vanilla, but can you bear it? <laughs> it was it was tough on me, man. DJ, what are your thoughts? The chocolate rain. How does this compare to the okay? So fresh off the Black Tuesday mm-hmm. palette. How does this compare to the previous beer that you had just now? It. I actually. Uh, I, I'm. I'm gonna rate it higher. Okay. Um. Than than that Black Tuesday, just because that Black Tuesday was so overpoweringly boozy. It mm-hmm. was. Um. That it kind of lost some of that rich complexity in in the stout. Um. But this, I mean, this, it kind of this this beer basically took that sharp uh, boozy and flipped it to chocolate, mm-hmm. um, and I I, I kind of dig it. It's good. <clears throat> yeah. I definitely enjoy this one more than the Black Tuesday we just had. Agreed. And that was aged. I would say that it's not as good years. as the first one we had, the 2010. I thought the 2010 was fantastic. Yeah, 2010 was something else. It 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 wasn't. It was boozy, but it didn't. Uh, it didn't get in the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one felt a little like more booze, booze forward. I guess the <laughs> Black Tuesday or this the chocolate, yeah, the, this the, chocolate the rain. Okay, but the chocolate rain kind of brought that back yep. closer to the line of the that first uh, that first Black Tuesday we had, only with more chocolate. I agree, mm-hmm. and it could be it could be stemming from the fact. So the Black Tuesday that we had a few weeks ago uh, was a 2010, so it was a little bit more mellowed out. Uh, the 2014 Black Tuesday that we had was much stronger. Uh, probably could be due to the fact that it hasn't aged or cellared as long. Um, could be just a little bit more of the higher alcohol, but probably not so much contributed to that. 
the chocolate rain sits in the middle at 2013. So we're kind of sitting in the middle of out of these three beers in terms of aging, the chocolate rain is in the middle of those two beers. I know I feel sure. like I'm repeating myself, but I, I it could be that. the fact that because it's aged a little bit longer, you know, we've got a, and it's, a year it's longer on with aging. More of that chocolate yep. to, you know, it and could it's a be little a bit lower alcohol of those too. I agree. I think the chocolate rain is really good. Um, I also agree with DJ that the 2010 Black Tuesday was probably the best mm-hmm. out of the ones we've had so far. But this, I think, is much better than the 2014 uh, Black Tuesday that we had. Yeah. So, and I think this is sitting at the right temperature too. Yeah, we to enjoy it. Brought it right. Yeah, because we've been letting these sit. Yes. As we've been conversing and and discussing about this stuff, so I think that the chocolate rain is sitting at a good temperature to enjoy. Um, <clears throat> that I really like the chocolate rain compared mm-hmm. the variants of Black Tuesday. I could see if I was living in the area, I would. See I would definitely seek after those. Mm. I would not so much be super stoked for another Black Tuesday release on the initial date, but I would want to go to the event to meet up with people who possibly have aged versions. Ooh. Yeah. And just see if I can, hey, you're limited to two. I'll buy two if, and I'll trade you plus $40 for, eh. I don't know. Bring some with us from somewhere that they can't get True. on the West Coast. Well, yeah, I'm just saying if I live there, though. Gotcha. I would I, I would try yeah. to get the aged versions versus the ones that they just released. Mm-hmm. Maybe the, yeah. what they're pushing for is you should buy these <laughs> yeah. and then age them. <laughs> Indefinitely. So, okay. that, is my, that is my problem with yeah. enjoy after beers that Stone creates. I, am, I, I have something against buying a beer before it's ready, ready. Now, there's a difference uh. between saying hey, this beer is ready to drink. You can enjoy it fresh now, or you can age it, and it will get better with age. There's a difference between that and, hey, buy this beer before it's even ready to drink, because that's basically what yeah. they're doing with yeah. their Enjoy After series, well, is you're buying a beer a year in advance, and you can't drink it. It's cheaper for you to house it than it is for them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, and, and I, have a, I have a problem. I understand that. <laughs> I have a problem with that. If I'm going to spend a lot of money on a beer... That better come out of your pocket yeah. before I purchase it. I'll even pay a few bucks more for the bottle. I don't care. Don't make me buy a beer now and saying, thank you for your purchase. We hope you enjoy it next year when you drink it. <laughs> Let us know what you think in a year from now when you forgot about it in your cellar. Exactly. Because I bought one of those beers and I, I bought two of those beers and uh, I waited a year and a half and then I drank it mm-hmm. after the enjoy by date. And they were like way over carbonated, but I couldn't bring it back because (laughs) who knows that place not even be in fucking existence anymore by the time I purchase it. I like the, I I like the concept Uh, marketing wise. It's pretty smart in my opinion when it comes to selling this product that you don't want to (laughs) store. But at the same time, it's almost like, okay, you know, the two masks, but with drama or comedies, it's the happy and the sad. You buy it, you're sad because you can't drink it. You can drink it. It may not be that great. And then, you know, eh, whatever. You could be happy with it. You could not be later. (laughs) I don't know. But speaking on the, um, the topic of aging beers. Oh, yeah. There apparently is a very, um, disparate um, opinions 
on aging IPAs. Because, huh, for yeah. example, I currently have all the way back to 2014, 2015 of 120 minute IPA. Mm. And there are a lot of people that will say, if you don't drink an IPA within the first 30 days, it's 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 not good. It's you're not as fresh. You're, you're not you're enjoying losing it. all of that. And but when you hit the, you know, 19 to 21 percent alcohol, like 120 minute IPA. Right. It's almost like at that alcohol level, you need to let it age. So I guess, you know, if we're talking about aging, what are you guys' opinions on, like, is there an alcohol cutoff that says anything above this point, mm. you can age that IPA. Anything below, no, don't do it. You know, like, I'm just curious because yeah. I have, like, I have uh, Dankwood from two years ago. Because it's a boozy IPA with bourbon barrels, and I love bourbon uh, barrels. I love IPAs. I think it's really fun. Uh, it's different, but it's. I think it's a really fun. I know uh, Richard has very differing tastes. <laughs> I think I've uh, so on the dogfish head thing. I've got. I think it, it, do they have do a, a stout worldwide stout? Mm -hmm. I have yeah. one of those still, and it's like three years old, I think. And are they high? Uh, yes, 16 they have, the, they have the exclamation fish yeah. on the bottle cap. <coughs> yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. And then there's also the 20th anniversary barley wine, I think they did. But to the IPA point, I don't know. It's with the Wild West in my head right now yeah. for that subject. Because even double IPAs, like I actually got um, uh, Heady Topper. Yeah. And they're one of those groups that's like, don't even pour it in a glass. Drink this within a month, and if you pour it in a glass, <laughs> I'll punch you in the face. Because they have one of those, they have the cap top that the whole top comes, oh, off, the top comes off yeah, the yeah. can, right? Yeah. yeah. But they're like, if you pour this in a glass, you're ruining our beer. And that's such a drastic wow. difference from some people that are like, aggressive pour your IPA yes. to, to let the hops out. You're right. Yeah. DJ's low-key making fun of me right now. <laughs> and I know for a fact he is. Where because where were we? Where were we? We were, we were at your that. house. Was it my house? Yeah. When we were so we were sampling beers one night, and <laughs> DJ actually checked his beer in on Untapped with the picture that I had poured his beer because we were all splitting like twelve ounce cans, sixteen oh, ounce cans, nice. doing tasters. Between yeah. the three of us, we were sampling lots of beers, and I apparently aggressively abhorred his <laughs> like, IPA to at least four feet up because Fancy. He's, he's got a solid like four ounces of beer in it, and over half of it was just foam. Over half of it. So DJ was quick to snap a picture and check it in with the description. Richard is a very aggressive pourer. I would love a little uh, a, a poster of this, like casual pour, aggressive, aggressive pour, pour. And you're like crushing the can and spraying down, splashing all over. <laughs> I don't know. But there's something to be, there's something to be said yeah. about whether what's the cutoff for aging a beer or drinking it yeah. fresh. And I think that's just one of the loose regulations or, or lack, lack of regulations right. in like, the craft beer industry because there is no kind of like session or light or regular because Evil Twin is the epitome of that when they have a Molotov. I think their Molotov cocktail is kind of like their middle of the road IPA and it's like 12 or 13%. And they have a light version, which is like nine and a half, <laughs> yeah. which is way more than any other double IPA, you know, that you typically And I've seen session drink. IPAs at 6%. Yeah, so there is no there is no direct rule saying this has to be a light beer, this is a session beer. Sure. And likewise, there's no there's no 
hard tried and true rule that says you should sell our beers above this alcohol content and the ones below this number you don't need to but as a rule typically your fresh hopped ipas your wet hopped ones double um, dry, typically like dry hops dry. double dry hops yeah that's you're literally flushing that if you let uh-huh. it sit more than a month yeah huh. you know so it, I, it's all in the eye of the beholder you know obviously but if something's sitting at 18 19 percent you're doing the right thing by cellaring it. Aren't you? It, there's no contest. You're adopting the rules of just alcohol at that point for the particular style of beer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but it's the it's the fermentation part of it because as the yeast as it's as it's sitting there and aging, the the yeast is sitting there and it's eating the wheat and it's eating the mm-hmm. barley in it and it's emitting alcohol. Well, most of the so that is the piece that's making that the alcohol is keeping the beer fresh. The longer you sell or something, huh. so the higher alcohol content beers as a result should be aged longer because they're keeping it fresher for a longer period. Well, of and that time. would be that would be true for bottle conditioned beers. Because um, bottle conditioned beers, they put them in basically flat, and they mm. put a, a little bit of yeast in. That that's what the chunks are at the bottom. Yeah. But I don't mm. think I, I don't think that's necessarily true. Like the yeasts are basically dead and removed by the time um, most <clears throat> high alcohol content beers are out. It, as if they're pasteurized or any of that type of stuff, that immediately kills right. off the yeast. Mm. But it is the I would say that it, it's the uh, it's the same. Uh, the same ideas behind aging wine, the same ideas behind aging bourbons and things like that, that, that the sharpness of that like alcohol flavor tends to dull and you True. take on some of the other flavors as they kind of all mesh together. I don't mm. know if that's... Those are curious concepts. Man. Yeah. That was a good discussion. I'm excited about that because I've never, I've never really talked about aging beers and and what's yeah. the cutoff or you know should you cellar a beer or not so like, I'm, I'm glad that somebody brought that up i'm totally i've been cellaring some bush light uh, <laughs> Wait, for what? like three years now <laughs> and uh no, i choose i choose not to i just turn on my faucet and the same thing comes out whenever <laughs> i want it so my wife had uh her uh her nephew and his wife and their kids came in literally two years ago now. Mm. And he bought a thing of bush light oh. and bud light with lime. And huh. it's been in my beer fridge this whole time. And they came to visit just a couple weeks ago. And I was like, here, I got you a bush and a bud light with lime. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys knew we were coming. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since the last time you were here. Nice. Was it still as fresh? I'm sure, I'm sure they could tell the difference. I'm sure they really knew that it, it, it was completely different. So good. The lime really makes it. I did tell them after she after she had already drank two of them. I was like, those are the same ones you guys bought two years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's good to know I can keep companies' beers for them when they want to accompany me again later. Because <laughs> uh, I've always thought economy beers, they'd expire quickly. Well, that was just in the back I'm of my head. I'm assuming they do. They definitely do. <laughs> they won't taste any worse when you're drinking There's it. There's the trick yes. right there. It is they may not taste sealed. better, but they right. definitely won't taste any worse. <laughs> I think It's just a bare minimum difference. Yes. 
<laughs> this I is think- stale. Uh, no. No, it's not. Woo. DJ just finished his last sip. I don't know what it is about that last sip. It just yeah. makes you... Do you think it like settles maybe a little bit? No, Normally I think I DJ just gets overzealous. And I there's and probably last... like two sips in there. Yeah, and then it's... DJ goes, hey, look, this is okay. And it's then he downs empty. it as a whole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the uh, next beer is going to be at the temperature we need to open it at. Yeah. So, so I say let's go for a rinse. All right. And we're back. We're back. We'll get something more clever later, but it is <laughs> what it is, is right now. This is proving to be a little difficult. We're having we're on our third nineteen percent beer, eighteen percent beer of the day. Ninth piece of pizza. What do we have? Yeah, Mocha Wednesday, coming after a couple of pieces of pizza while we were gone on our rinse break. Mm. Imperial Stout with coffee and cocoa nibs, aged in bourbon barrels, uh, and coffee beans. Coffee beans from Portola, which I have no idea of that. I guess it's is that a, a local? I guess it's a coffee place, probably in California, in Orange County, where these guys are located. But the Mocha Wednesday is clocking in at. I think this is heavier than the other ones that we've had. This is nineteen point four percent. Oh, this has to be probably one of the heaviest beers that I've I've had for sure. I don't think I've had a beer heavier than I think DJ. What was one twenty point seven? Okay, Black Tuesday Seven. is nineteen point seven. Okay, this, never mind. This particular one, and yeah. I th- I think one of the one twenties we had ranked came in at twenty one. I thought Whoa. it was they were around like eighteen and a half or something. I thought but that they, they capped range. out at twenty one. Okay, really? They cap out? Uh, I don't. I mean, that's just where they've gotten. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Because uh, I still need to document which ones I have. Because do we want to do a? 120 vertical we one talked day? about doing a 120 I have, vertical yeah i have the supplies for such things i i can participate with those supplies as well i think i don't think i've got anything earlier but i think i've got additions too so i need to check them out yeah um the the highest uh the 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 average uh 120 is 21 percent alcohol Ooh. That is crazy. Uh, so my first Each year tends to shift a little bit because mm. I mean at that high alcohol content, you know that's bound to happen. Yeah, I, I we've talked about IPAs before, like what got us into IPAs, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, mine fault. was Hop Slam from Bell's, and yours was one twenty, Richard. Uh, DJ's was one twenty, and I kind of no way. Yeah, well, I yeah. came. I go ahead. Yeah, I, I shared that. 120 with Richard. Yep. Oh. Because that was Richard the first was always, IPA I'd ever had. And I was, he always was the guy who them. literally said, I hate IPAs. I never <laughs> like IPAs. <laughs> what? And I hooked him up. I'm like, you haven't had the right IPA. That's right. And oh, we, shit. Like, so he started on the top of the mountain mm-hmm. and had to work himself back down. It's so. been difficult. <laughs> it's weird, right? So but the interesting thing is I have not... So, yeah, DJ's right. I hated IPAs. I was just never that person. I didn't like them. Um, and DJ said, well, hey, do you want to come over and play? I think it was like Settlers of Catan, right? Like yeah. you and your wife had invited us over. We came over. Somebody else was over that night. And you, um, had, a, you had a bottle of, it might have been like 2014 or 2013 because mm-hmm. it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, I'm just not really interested in you know, trying that. And he was like, you just haven't had the right IPA yet. And when I tried it, the 120 minute IPA from dogfish is so high alcohol that it's sweeter. It's not bitter. It's extremely hoppy, but it's a still, a but it's, IBUB. yeah, but it's the alcohol that comes in and masks it very oh, well. It, it, it makes it 
basically it, it overpowers the the bitterness with sweetness and, and that was alcohol. the first ipa that i had had and i was super on board with it and i actually remember the second ipa i had it was stone's uh, Stone Brewery's Ruin 10, which is their 10th oh. anniversary of a triple IPA. And it was, at the time, not as good as the 120 because I, I custom IPA at that point to sweetness just because of the higher alcohol. Yeah. Uh, where West Coast IPAs do things completely right, different. Exactly. So, it's all about hophead bitterness. So I and, wouldn't right. say Ruin 10 is worse. It's just it's a, a different, different thing. IPA. It's a, it's a different beer. Yeah, exactly. So um, I just finished pouring the Mocha Wednesday. Took oh, you long enough. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, Mitch, this is yours right Thank here. Thank you. Whoa. It's got the same look <laughs> oh my as God. the other two beers that <laughs> we poured. Except it smells like a, a cup Ooh, of coffee. It does. So uh, this may be the one that, that causes me to check out because I am DJ doesn't not like a coffee, coffee in his beers. DJ is not a coffee guy, so this will be an interesting. I should have poured a little bit lower. I like KBS. I like a few of those, but it's because the bourbon over, overwhelms the yes. coffee. Um so I didn't think about that. I'm sorry, no, DJ. No, that's quite I, all right. I, I, I poured still, you an I'm entire super eight ounces. I'm sure that it won't go to waste. Yeah, I'm this 100% is, sure. So you smell, you smell coffee in that's this. That's the beer. first thing I get is bang yeah, coffee in the sure. face. for sure. I do not smell that in this beer, and that, and I don't know if that's and, just and because. And the coffee even overwhelms the smell of bourbon in it. Wow. In my opinion. Okay. So I, don't, I smell a little bit of coffee, but I don't. There's it, a uh, a roastedness. Uh huh. A booziness and then a sweetness on my nose. Okay. Hmm. Does that make sense? Roastiness, then bourbon, then sweetness. The coffee is the roastiness. Mm. The booziness is that, you know, it's distinct. Whenever you've smelt boozy, you know what boozy is. Yes. And then the next part. So, okay. I'm it's, very curious about this one myself. It is really tasty. I am not. I, I personally don't I, I pick up on the coffee to it but I pick up on uh, barrel aged first and then a lot of sweetness maybe due to like the chocolate and vanilla and the coffee comes last to me oh mm. wow and this is much warmer obviously because yes. this has been sitting out since we started this is probably about where it's supposed Black to be Tuesday for or, sure uh, our brewery beers still feels cool to the touch but that's that probably it's not like it's also not frosty, mm-hmm. so it's about fifties, right? I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it would be around around that temperature. It's, it's much warmer. Close. It's definitely not lukewarm, but it's right. not cold. Yeah, I think that DJ said this is about where we <clears throat> should be enjoying those beers, and that I guess we'll find out in a second if this fucking fly will get off my beer. The gnat thing. Yeah, yeah he's, been, he's been chilling. He's been cooling with us since the beginning today. Next time, I'm going to bring a uh, a, th- a meat thermometer to stick in my beer to make sure. It'd be interesting to see exactly what temperatures of these beers. Yeah. Exactly 50. Yeah, that'd be good. I'm going to take a sip. Let's do this. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were talking about ASMR earlier. It was uh, interesting. We should do a beer one. I a don't beer ASMR. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. Here we go. I don't know how that's supposed to turn That was in your right ear. I don't think by changing positions in the microphone, DJ, you're going to go from left to right. We'll fix it in post. DJ's had two. Oh, okay. So now we're getting into post-production now. All right, we're getting into the nose and... That was more for the visual learners. 
getting into the nose. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry. I taste. I get a lot of. I don't know. I, I, I get. I guess maybe I get some coffee, and maybe I was just expecting this to be more of like a strong coffee taste. I'm very curious to see what DJ's going to think, but I don't get the. I don't get an overload of coffee in this beer. Mm. It's about the same taste as I was expecting for it to be in the in the nose that I got, which for me, coffee came last. It's very sweet. It's very boozy, but I don't get much coffee in this beer. I, I actually agree with you. The coffee, I, I, what I was expecting to be very f- coffee forward, mm. um, it's definitely, it's there, but it's more subtle in, in, the, uh, in the mix there. Ooh, I'm the odd man out on this one. Really? I taste a lot of coffee, boozy, then sweet. Huh. And uh, Are we talking cold brew coffee or are we talking... Uh, just coffee in general. Okay. Yeah. Roasty. Yeah. That hits first. And then the booziness like complements it for mm-hmm. me. So I get that roasty coffee feeling and then the booziness kicks in almost right after it. So I'm kind of like... Because ah. <laughs> huh. I, I found myself not, I like boozy beers, but I don't like overly boozy. Mm-hmm. And so far, the brewery, Black Tuesday, and then we went into Mocha, not Mocha Wednesday, what was it? Chocolate Rain. Chocolate Rain. And that wasn't overly boozy to me. It was thick on the boozy, right? It was there. It was present. It's aware. But... Uh, the Mocha Wednesday has just extra bitterness that plays into booziness for me. I think it kind of amplifies the boozy profile on it for me. And okay. that bitterness is probably the coffee. Yes. In my opinion. Yeah. yeah. It's not as it's not as it's not nineteen point four percent. Like I expected this to be extremely over the top boozy. This is true. I don't pick up. I pick up a lot of alcohol in it, but it's not. It's more of like the burn on the finish. Like when I'm drinking uh, it, yeah. I pick up a little burn on the back throat, the back of the throat. But I don't pick up a beer where it's like this is so mm. overly the top boozy that I cannot drink this beer. I just kind of expected it to be more boozy than it really is. I'm picking up a lot of sweetness. I'm picking up a lot of chocolate mm-hmm. and then coffee on the finish. But the booziness part of it, I think it smells boozier than it tastes to me. I, yeah, definitely. The, the coffee changes a lot. Yeah. And that's that's. And now that you guys are talking about the coffee, I'm picking up on it more. Um, I still don't think it's the prominent flavor, but I think that mm. it is definitely present um i would have picked up on the flavor and said okay this is definitely a coffee beer i didn't taste that flavor in the black tuesday and i didn't pick up on it in the chocolate rain either so you know this is this is correct to call itself you know a a coffee imperial stout because those flavors do exist but it's not the to me it's not the most prominent flavor it's strong (laughs) it's quite strong yeah it's good where does this sit, Mitch? Mm. So, because you have the... Today's beers only. You have the Chocolate Rain, <coughs> and then you have the Black Tuesday. So, Black Tuesday, 2016? 14? 14. Four, 2014 Black Tuesday was a 4.5. Okay. I believe. And then I had the uh, 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 Chocolate Rain. Mm-hmm. I made that a 4.5. Okay. 
And this one's going to be a four for me. This one's going to be a four. Mm-hmm. Not your favorite out of the three today. Definitely not. You think the Chocolate Rain was your favorite out of the three? I think so. Chocolate Rain brought more flavor to the table on a level Black Tuesday. We've had two. Not like we're like super trained yeah. into Black Tuesday, but the 2010 was super smooth, wonderful. It's a legend. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we've had the 2016 or 14. It's not... It's not on the par of 2010, so mm-hmm. I definitely think these beers are ones to age. Yes. So if we buy more, we should definitely age them. Sit on them for a little longer. Yeah. If uh, I would dare to say we buy two each, age them, and that way we have one to share with anyone during our lifetime for a important event. We have it personally. Mm. And the second one we think a little harder about in that aspect but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, you have important things happen and whatnot. I think these are celebratory beers. And at some point, you want to just celebrate with people you know and what they're about. So if we get two each, that's at least something celebrable and presentable. Almost like a fine wine, in my opinion. But th- this is on. This is a higher scale beer for me. This yeah. is what I'm getting at. Uh, I'm not big on wine. I like wine, but expensive wine also tastes like $20 wine to me. They're all the same, <laughs> but beer, I know beer. What's a little the difference more. in this and Guinness? It's oh, the same, gosh. right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no. good, good segue. <laughs> yeah. DJ, what are your thoughts on the Mocha Wednesday? Because you don't like coffee, typically mm. in beer. Matter of fact, yeah, I don't even true. know if you drink coffee at all, do you? I don't. I, I'm, it's just not something I enjoy. I yeah. have uh, before. Mm. It, I just know this is not something I'm into. Yeah. Um, this one is is definitely the the weakest of the, the bunch today, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I think it's because I don't have that palate that enjoys coffee. So... I, I refuse to let my, you know, my discomfort of, of enjoying coffee uh, affect their rating because mm. I definitely, you know, if it's something that I definitely, if I don't like it because <clears throat> it's something that I don't personally like, I usually won't rate it on on mm. tap because I don't want it to mark against them because what they're True. doing is art. That's it's fair. just art that isn't aimed at my particular taste buds, and that's fine. Right. I understand that everyone you know, likes different things. So I refuse to let it, I I basically try to find an objective way to look at what my opposition to that beer is Mm. and figure out, like, I try to make, come up with a score on, on my rating. That's, that's something that allows for my own personal, uh, you know, tastes and and such and how I, I have, predispositions right Mm. so i I try to adjust for my predispositions i think this is every bit of a four um but it's a for sure with with that said said i prop there are probably three five beers that i would Mm. drink before i drank this one Mm. yes so it's always tough to for me when we're talking about these type of ratings because i have a ton of respect because the same, the the exact same things that I love about this mo that I, that I do like about this Mocha Wednesday, it shares with that Chocolate Rain and Black Tuesday, which it I really rate both of those higher, right? So, I don't in any way want to disparage that. So, but it's not the 
one I would pick if I had the choice between the two. Right. Right. So <clears throat> true. The uh, it's hard to rate something within a limited system, really. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's all personal taste. But ah, oh, man. Uh, this one just doesn't do it for me. You don't think so? See, that's interesting because now I'm going to be the odd man out. <laughs> um, I am. I sit right in between Mitch and DJ in a sense that I don't drink coffee. Mm. I prefer to get my caffeine from other sources in the morning, whether it be, I mean, DJ drinks kickstarts just like I do, the Mountain Dews, you know. <laughs> Sometimes I'll have a pre-workout before like, I hit the gym or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. I prefer to get my caffeine from other sources Mitch prefers to hit caf- uh, like coffees. I oh, know you yeah. like cold press. You like espresso is kind of your thing. But I have a gamut, dude. Yeah, it's good. You you prefer <laughs> coffee. DJ prefers energy Which I'm energy surprised drinks. then that this isn't the you know the kind of thing you would right. really like. I'm surprised too. It, it's not. It's, I don't know. It's interesting because I kind of expected you to like this mm. more than you liked. Um, the chocolate rain, but apparently you like the chocolate rain better, a lot better than the Mocha Tuesday. Me personally, I don't like coffee, but I like coffee porters, and I like stouts. To me, the Mocha Wednesday is better than the chocolate rain, but know. it's not as good as the 2010 Black Tuesday. Mm. I think I think everybody here agrees that the 2010 Black Tuesday, for whatever reason, whether it was due to the aging, whether it's due to just the alcohol mix mm. compared to, you know, like the level of alcohol compared to the rest of the beer. That's whatever reason. Everybody here agrees that that was probably the best out of the brewery beers that we've had. I personally like the Mocha Wednesday better than the Chocolate Rain and then naturally better than the 2014 Black Tuesday, which is odd because I don't drink coffee. So maybe it's just the hint of coffee that I pick up in it that I think is better. Um, but that's interesting because I totally expected Mitch, of all people, to rate this one the highest out of all of them because he is a coffee guy. I really do like coffee. It's every day, and I drink almost a pot of coffee a day. I get caffeine headaches because of this. But mm. uh, this one, it just doesn't hit well with the booziness. I think uh, the compl- the compliment, I guess, of the boozy with the coffee is what I don't like. It's hard to tell. If I was brewing my own beer, I might be able to get into the details more on just like the specifics of why this or that. But since I haven't done that, my best guess is because coffee is second and what I'm looking for is a stout first. And this Russian Imperial Stout, assumably, is that what this is? I can't remember. Mocha Wednesday? Mocha Wednesday? I can't yes, remember if that's a Russian no, it's imperial. A, it's an imper- American imperial. American style. imperial yeah. style. So it's a slightly different beast then. Yeah. Um, I think that might be what's it then. I may not have. It could be just a mental thing, man. Mm-hmm. It could be that I was expecting something darker with a coffee hint with extra sweetness mm. instead of what I've got. So that that's the thing with craft beer, though. Yes. It's all it's a foamy headed opinion. (laughs) So uh, you really have to think about what you're drinking when you're doing multiple beers upon one session. Mm -hmm. So 
this one, I'm not going to rate harshly. I'm going to still give it the due because I know what Black Tuesday is. And I know that they create variants now. And the variants are thought out enough to a point where I'm like, okay, I agree with that. But also, here's a lower score. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to keep the score game in it. I, 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 it's not my favorite. Yeah. It's going to be lower than the other two I've had today. Mm-hmm. But I want to know my opinion next time I have it. Mm. And I'm going to put it in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure it out. Yeah. You can always edit it later. I don't. I'm not really a big fan of doing that myself, but sometimes you try another beer that's yes. really considered a four or five, for example, and yes. then you say the other <clears throat> beer I had that I thought was a four or five wasn't really a four or five, yeah. and you have to go back, especially if it's the same style. Like today, I'm questioning my rating of the 2010. Mm. A little bit, I can see that because I almost want to give it the five mm. because of the beers I've had today. And you didn't give it a five last time. Last time was a four five. Ah, okay. I didn't go four seven five with it. I don't think I might have. I'm looking it up right now for you. Thank you. But uh, it's definitely the highest out of all the brewery beers I've had. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly how to treat rating systems because they're all super personal based. You yeah. know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. biased. And I, I, with the brewery itself, I've had four beers now. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> but I do love that 2010. It aged awesome, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. So I definitely will get more hands-on 2010 versions of whatever variety of beers they have. That would be fun to see if, if we can yeah. get our contact to see if we have yeah. uh, you know older versions of these Anything beers. Anything 2010, yeah. throw it at us. Yeah. Tell us what you want and we'll negotiate. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know... The Mocha Wednesday, I think, is my weakest link in these. You know what I mean? Like, there's just too much going on, in my opinion. I don't really care for it. Uh, The Chocolate Rain was just right. Sweet, bitter, and dark, smooth, boozy. I was like, yeah, I'll take that. I could pair it with things. I'm not the best connoisseur when it comes to pairing, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, when it comes to sweet stuff, I have no clue. The chocolate rain goes really good with pizza. <laughs> right. I, we, and it would. <laughs> and it would. It could, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm really bad at pairings. So yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, I can only do maybe red meats and wine on pairings and beer. It's like, yeah, try this. Yeah. There's so many beers, I've, in my opinion, to wine, but for steaks, red meat, whatever. But but anyway. this was this was an interesting pairing, though. Being able, I I think that we chose three beers today mm. that were completely different they across were. the spectrum. To me, they all kind of smelled the same, uh, except for the Mocha mm. Wednesday smelled a little bit different, but. It's the um, coffee. It's the coffee. <laughs> Definitely the coffee. But the but remember, I didn't pick up as much on the coffee on the smell, but they all tasted completely different. The Black Tuesday was a lot different from the Chocolate Rain, and the Mocha Wednesday was a lot different than any of the other mm. two I t- that I tasted. So I think we hit a really good spectrum today. It was fun. Yeah. Time. Thanks for coming out, man. DJ, uh, everybody. Final was- thoughts. Um, I am a big fan of the Black Tuesday. Yep. Um, I will say the older was better. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chocolate Rain was quite impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I further decided I really am not that interested in coffee. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> coffee is, is, is a no for me. I don't know why. Thank All you, right. Mocha Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> you made up my mind forever. That's right. <laughs> well, we appreciate everybody joining us today. If you're uh, if you're not drinking beer, start drinking beer. If you've been drinking beer, keep drinking beer. And if you've never tried craft beer before, probably try some of the brewery beers. But you're probably going to get knocked on your ass. So maybe you want to start with a little something lighter first. That's right. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time.